What's up, everyone? Welcome to Rotten Reviews. Uh, I'm with my co-host, Brian. Hey, how's it going? Hey, uh, Kyle can be present for the interview, but I decided to throw him in there by asking him a summary of the movie. So, yeah, don't get thrown off by it. This movie, to me, is kind of about... Um, I guess I'd say, you know, men who are savvy, who know how to deal with uh, the business world and uh, they're smart, charismatic, all of that. And it's kind of showing you how successful and ambitious people succeed in this world. And uh, even in a drug business, like selling marijuana, um, which is what Matthew McConaughey's character, Mickey Pearson, is doing in this movie. Um, he's also trying to sell it. And along the way, you kind of run into several different issues that... Uh, you know, between the press, uh, you know, other people trying to buy out his business, but he's trying to sell it to a billionaire. Um, and it just kind of shows how, you know, your hands can get dirty in the business world and how uh, it's it's important to remain objective even in those moments, I guess. Um, overall, I actually really liked the movie. Um, I thought the storytelling was was really good um i liked how it was basically a movie being proposed inside of the movie and yet all of this is stuff that had transpired and that's kind of how it's being told in the movie so i thought that that was really well done that was actually um exceeded my expectations um i thought the direction was great guy Ritchie. this was kind of like a a throwback you know like a like a classic Guy Ritchie film, you know, kind of like Snatch, um, or one of his earlier films, but, uh, I thought, uh, it was a great cast, you know, with Hugh Grant and Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, uh, all those guys, there was, it was a pretty impressive effort, and, uh, I'll give this movie probably about, I think I'll say 8.2 out of 10. And that's my take on the movie. And uh, we're going to review The Gentleman. So, uh, Brian, let's start off. How would you uh, give me a basic summary of what The Gentleman's about? Uh, the Gentleman is about a guy who's grown tired of a life of crime and he's trying to get out. And uh, just a lot of stuff complicates that decision. Yeah, uh, basically how I describe it, it's just like, it's a bunch of dudes that, uh, it's a main guy, Matthew McConaughey, or Mickey Pearson as he is in here, uh, he, he he's like a entrepreneur of illegal marijuana industry. <laughs> That's one way to put <laughs> it. England. He's an American that somehow made his footing in England, and he he wants to get out of the business for so I don't I really don't get the reason why. And but every time he like when he's trying to buy out, like he gets thwarted just by the complete like little things that all like happen to combine together and it's just like him. And the adventures of his like partner of like his muscle guy Ray and like the many people that piss him off and like just cause trouble throughout the whole entire series. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I really like this is like for like a standalone series. I really enjoyed Matthew McConaughey in this. Yeah, like before we started recording, you told me that it was like it wasn't based off of anything, and I was kind of impressed. For some reason, I thought this was based off of like you know something. Uh, it felt almost real like it felt like something that could you know really be happening uh, or really had happened 
or at least like a graphic novel since i've uh i've noticed that like uh guy Ritchie. yeah yeah guy Ritchie. he like i've noticed that most of the stuff that he makes is already based off of like other stuff like the men of uncle man Sherlock Holmes, which is one of the most underrated spy films ever i liked man of uncle way more than i like like when I honestly when I saw the gentleman, I thought it was gonna be just like the King's Guard because mm-hmm. I saw this with like co-host Matt, and co-host Kyle, and this guy named Manny, our yeah. old, my old roommate. And I did, like when Matt's like, well, "Let's go watch this movie." I didn't, like I didn't really pay attention to it. I thought it was gonna be the King's Guard, and I thought the King's Guard was the dumbest shit I've ever watched. In <laughs> Dude, I never watched a movie so bad. I I, I actually so corny. Oh my gosh, I I actually thought it was gonna be more like Kingsmen. Cause like I saw the like it used the same font as it. It just had the same kind of aesthetic. I thought it was gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> I was being real. I thought the king's. I thought the king's. Damn it! I thought the king's men was gonna like actually be a good movie, and then it turned out just to be a bunch of hooey. Oh, you didn't like Kingsman? No, I didn't like the Kingsman at all. Like the spy movie. With yeah, like, the spy movie Kingsman. N- no, I really didn't like it that much. It kind uh. of like it was an alright movie. <laughs> Like, The Gentleman was way better. Oh, yeah. I couldn't take Samuel L. Jackson seriously with a lisp. Like, I could not do it. Like, and I love Samuel L. Jackson. I feel like you're kind of comparing apples to oranges here. That's a spy movie. That's kind of a... It's an action, just like over-the-top action movie. And this one, I feel like it's a little bit more grounded. But yeah, no, like, I, I genuinely... Like, if I were to rank them, I definitely would say that I like The Gentleman more than The Kingsman. This is up there, like, one of my favorite Matthew McConaughey roles. Like, next to, like... I don't know, like, this is a pretty damn good role out of, like, the movies he's seen, like, next to, like, True Detective. I did like him in Rain of Fire. I don't know if you saw him in that. I... It's an old school movie. I've never heard of Rain of Fire. Magic Dallas, man, when he was Magic in Magic Mike, bro. Oh, yeah. Also, uh... Dark Tower, bro. Interstellar. Interstellar, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, oh yeah, Wolf of Wall Dallas Street. Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, man. Wait, what? I don't get why he's always clowned on so much. I like, I get his Instagram's like really weird. I don't know if you've gotten to take a look at it. It's... Bro, no, I don't. Cause I don't. <laughs> it's just weird. Like, uh, the, one of his newest posts, like just really quickly, he he has like like he's filming himself. He's like, oh, it's twenty twenty. Uh, gotta really put it. Uh, you know, uh, you know, gotta extra. You know, it'd be cool if you did. Word <laughs> word for word, that's what he says. But dude, he's weird. He's like. He's a, <laughs> he's a very weird guy like looks his face and half of these actors are very weird guys like I remember like the first time I ever like learned about him was when he played Wooderson in Days to Confuse this is that weird old guy that's just hitting on young women <laughs> isn't that the, where he's, he's just like, like alright 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 right, right. yeah that's yeah, it like, I was like what is this shit <laughs> best Yo. part about 15 year old girls they keep on getting I uh, keep on getting older and they stay the same <laughs> yeah Oh, it's so fucking. That's bad. what it's about. I'm like, yo, this is kind of weird, man. I was like 12, and I was like already uncomfortable by it. <laughs> oh, that man. stuff was weird, man. My guy, I was like, that stuff was just very, very uneasy to me. Oh, <laughs> uh. but yeah. So uh, let's just jump into the movie. So the movie starts off with just like, um, Big Dave, like like the Big Dave. Uh, how would you describe Big Dave? Big Dave. Big Dave is that Eddie Marson, that goofy looking dude, who was like he he was pissed off. Oh yeah, the way this film is like set up, it goes back and forth. It is everywhere. Well, because like you see like um, uh, his uh Matthew McConaughey's muscle guy Ray. Mm-hmm. Ray's like going into his house, and you see um, 
the tabloid guy just come in. He's like, hey, he's like, Raimondo. I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, can someone please tell this guy to shut up? Like, who let this guy into this house? And he's just like saying, like, I got a deal that could make me a lot of money, but could screw your boss over. <laughs> and so it was this tabloid guy pretty much trying to like convince, like he has this, like this script, like a story. And with this script, it's going to like bust down like every, like his whole entire trade. And that's literally half of the movie is them. Like the movie is literally an explanation of the plot. Yeah. It of, literally, of this, of this other movie. It literally like goes from like, oh man, it just key, it, it just goes back and forth from like what's currently happening and them trying to negotiate a deal on like this like blackmail yeah. that he got on them and what's actually happening. And the thing is the whole, the guy explaining it, um, not Raymond, Big Dave. Uh, no, it's uh, not Big Dave. It's the journalist guy. Journalist Fletcher. Yeah. So uh, Fletcher is kind of unreliable because he does like like there's parts where he's like, oh yeah, actually that didn't happen like yeah, that. He just but... adds random stuff. It's <laughs> just like the thing is like when you think about all these movies that happen, TV shows like oh based on a true story, they always add some dumbass stuff that, like makes it very like overblown, like out of proportion, like into what reality was. They always have to do that to make it like credible. Yeah. So like I don't and like which is honestly true in Hollywood like they have to over dramatize everything to make it real. I'm trying to ah, gosh dude there I it's always when you start recording when you really forget like like I like uh examples of that happening but ah damn ah whatever. But uh every war movie that ever exists. Yeah. <laughs> literally every war movie that ever existed is just based off like there's one that I like, believe like it like, probably like a lot of it's true but there is definitely some made up stuff that did not happen. Yeah. Uh or, like any horror movie half of that stuff probably did not happen. Like oh based on a true story like oh sure great. <laughs> uh just, oh my god like the entire uh Conjuring universe yeah. it's always like based on a true story it's like oh god's not dead based sure, on a true story. No it's not. Oh my god dude I'm I'm pretty I'm a pretty religious person but I hate I hate those movies with all my heart. I hate them. Yeah, so <laughs> Fletcher's is one of those guys that just has to over traumatize it. So like, like the main it starts off like with him explaining the story of his boss, that uh, Mickey Pearson. He grew up in America, got accepted to Oxford, and he just got really good at dealing at, at, at like selling weed. That's like literally the just it, the, the whole entire movie is about this dude that got really good at selling weed real fast. And so he pretty much explains like, well, your boy, your your boy uh, Mickey got really good at selling weed, and he met it and. And he like the way he sells his weed is like when he started moving up the business like he's like he pretty much says like oh he's not afraid to be violent like yeah every, mo like most crime involving drugs there's gonna be a large at some point some decent scale of violence which you see that the whole movie yeah and he like like he it the movie doesn't shy away from oh, showing no, it, it shows like in the beginning of him chopping up some dude in an apartment and it's like cleaning off the machete and like leaving and just it dropping it there yeah. yeah. Which I, I really like that. Like the second he said it, it was like, oh, he wasn't afraid to get his hands dirty. I'm like, oh, I just know something's about to go down. And yeah. just like, they didn't even have to really show anything. But just what's implied is like probably more messed up than what what could what could have been shown. Yeah. No. And that's a, that's why I enjoyed. But then he pretty much explains that like all these people that inherit all of like their family's houses, like half of their money goes to the state. And so because of that, like those houses cost a lot of money to upkeep since they're big as hell it's like in kansas city we have like all those houses near the plaza they're just stupid fat that those are like hundreds of those all over england and so like they have to keep the upkeep so 
what he pretty much did is like he installed all like these underground facilities to grow marijuana. They're just acres, acres, acres of just marijuana underground. And so, because like in England, there's like a right, you have a right to walk wherever you go. <laughs> essentially, <laughs> essentially, England can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> couldn't be here. <laughs> couldn't be, couldn't be my backyard, bro. And so he goes over that, and like Ray, like Ray's like knows there's something suspect about this dude. Like for example, like he'll be telling the story, and then Ray be like, no, no, that's not true. Like, oh, how do you know this? And then like randomly, Fletcher would be like, oh, is that a non smokeless grill <laughs> he's like oh he's like cook me up some steak on the bar being like dude shut. i was like oh Bro. my god yeah oh that's another <laughs> thing uh if you start watching this movie like the beginning is just so fast lots of like it was chaotic it is I chaotic it. stick with it just please stick with don't it get, don't, don't turn it off don't turn it off bro like if you just give it a chance like it's chaotic but it's so good Honestly, in my opinion. there was a. I went to go watch it with a really close friend and my brother, and uh, in the beginning they were just like spouting tons of like numbers and statistics and uh, I guess like code words for like what they were selling or what they were doing or how or like everything a was working. Exactly, as much as like a few, a little below half a billion dollars. Because like we'll get to that too. So, well, like as is explaining what's going on, that's where we meet like this other character in the movie. We meet uh, Matthew, or played by Jeremy Strong, who we was in another series we did an episode on uh, called Succession. Mm-hmm. And he just dresses up like the most like Instagram model looking dude on the planet. Like every time I looked at him, I hated him. I know everything about him. I he's like hated. He's like, I like in like he was Jewish too because like we don't know his <laughs> last name, but like his last name kept changing or whatever. And he's like, I don't like it when people mess with my. That's how he would talk, and I'm like, dude, shut up, dude, you're pissing me and off. And trust me, once you get to the end, you are gonna hate him even more. And so like he, he's all he's also an American, like uh, the 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 Instagram model dude, like mm-hmm. the super pretentious looking dude. Yeah. So he's also an American, and he's looking into like buying in to this. And so because of that, he's like, "How can I buy in?" Like he fi- tries to figure out all these ways to get in, and that's where like like all these statistics get thrown in there because you're just like, "Hey, uh, I-, I have no idea what's going on, but you guys both sound very smart." Because you see Matthew McConaughey driving him out, like explaining the rules of how he does his job, like how he does this in England, because. In England, pretty much all land is free for people to roam on, apparently. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so that's the part where I was, like, completely lost. They start talking about, like, how exactly the operation works. And then they started spouting off, um, like, deals. And then they started talking about how later on, like, once weed is, gonna, once weed is legalized, how little uh, money is going to be made from that. And so that's when the big uh, numbers thrown out by Matthew's character uh, Mickey, which is like how much? It's like four hundred billion or four hundred million dollars. Four hundred million dollars. And that's why they use the term a smudge below a billion because like that's only five hundred million dollars. That's only like five million dollars away from one billion dollars. Which, Jesus, oh my gosh, bro, man, imagine if you had that much money to throw away on Kush. That blows my mind. Oh my gosh, dude, that's how much criminals pay, bro. How do they not get caught, man? They are definitely there's so much like that's the one thing I wanted to bring. It was like how much, how many people are getting paid off, but because of this, bro, because it just blows my mind away. Right, which like always makes me think. I like, get pulled over for a taillight. Dudes are <laughs> trying to sell multi-billion-dollar marijuana businesses. <laughs> yeah, that's like 
that's what's always crazy to me that I have, I've like, I, I know people that are like, oh yeah, you know, I just bought a pound of like this or a pound of that. I'm like, how, how do you get a hold of this kind of stuff? You know, not that I want any, but just like, it's just crazy to me. I don't want it. That's why I'm like, yo, yeah, no. like, don't let me be a part of this, man. I'm just <laughs> trying to be on the straight and narrow, my guy. Yeah. Anytime I watch these crime movies, it always makes me think like, oh man, thank God I'm not part of this. Cause it just seems so thank God shady. I, thank God I work a decent job that I don't have to like, yeah. <laughs> thank God. Like I'm not like, I'm not like, uh, like controlled by the money. Yeah. Same. That's just scary. Especially like, uh, crime they, doesn't pay. It doesn't. It does, but you know, it'll you'll always. Pay, uh, crap! I forgot that cowboy bebop last thing. It's like you'll always carry. You're your, gonna carry that weight. You're gonna carry that weight. Yeah. Hey, there we go. That's what I'm saying, bro. <sighs> but uh, but yeah, like another crime syndicate family that always scares me is the yakuza. And speaking about the yakuza, there's the Chinese there's mafia. A family, there's a family yeah. similar. This dry eye, and was it Chinese mafia? We just know it's a. a it's I, an Asian-oriented group. I don't I, want to like assume that it was Chinese. I think they did mention that it was like not Yakuza, the Triads. Yeah, I think they mentioned the Triads, and so that's the Chinese. And so Triad is like this young buck who thinks he runs the game, and like he's also involved in like human human trafficking because we see him at a dock. Okay, that's the part I didn't get. Was it human trafficking or was it like it was illegally, like? Bringing people over. Oh, that bro, that's that's human. Which is, well, it's not like that. Like, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, you know, like legal immigration. Yeah, illegal. Either immigration. or, man. I just know it was that, and there was auto parts. <laughs> yeah, that he probably wasn't paying taxes on for transporting them. Which is the worst crime, tax evasion. Oh, oh man, I'll beat up tax evaders. I swear. Yeah, but yeah. So that was occurring. I just remember. So that was happening, and um, he yeah. takes the auto parts to Roslyn's garage. Which is Mickey's wife. Mickey's, yeah. Mickey's wife, Rosalind. And so he offers these parts as like... And she's like, how much for these? Like, to take of it as like a bargaining chip for me to talk to your husband. Because essentially, like, he's just pretty much like kissing ass to her so he can get to the husband. So he can set up a deal. Which, by the way, wasn't like... Wasn't sanctioned by his group whatsoever to make this deal. He pretty much was like making deal out, making deals out of his ass. Yeah. Which apparently might is like a sort of... It's like it's a, it was a huge uh, sign of disrespect to like his uh, his father was Lord George. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, and so Mickey kills him, or or does he? He doesn't. He doesn't because like <laughs> that's where Fletcher was like blow stuff out of proportion. Like you just see him like go crazy. Like he's like shoot shoot dry on the balls and then kill another guy, and then all this stuff is happening in this one bar, like while he's uh, drinking tea. <laughs> There's so many people drinking tea in this movie. By the way, I forgot to bring this up at the beginning of the movie. We see Mickey walk into a bar, order a uh, dry uh, pickled egg and a pint, Just and someone gross. gets shot and blood gets poured all over him. But that lead, we get to that later on in the movie. Yeah, which is like such a cool way to start a movie because it really starts making you think like, oh, okay, so it's like. It's like a story that's just gonna come around and like tell us about how a guy tried to get out of crime, a crime syndicate, and the only way you can really leave crime is by dying. Yeah, there's only one way out, and that's to die, or like you really just like snitch on everyone. But even then, like that's kind of a death wish, really. Yeah, because I don't know if they have protect, like they don't have like witness protection in the UK. I don't know much about the UK. I'm a ignorant American. Duh, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> Oh man! I stayed being an ignorant American. So yeah, so we move on to that. So Dry Eye pretty much like gets kicked out of this deal. He's like, I'm not gonna make this deal with you. He's like, 
he's like almost disrespected like of how he like how like his way of like approaching his wife to do this deal and so th that deal happens and then like we get to a, a scene with colin farrell who i love so much he was amazing in this movie oh my god because like i'm used to see, like colin farrell's in true detective and he's like in a few other american movies the dude's irish like the dude the dude probably was like just spoke in his own accent yeah honestly this movie was just colin farrell being colin farrell it was really great Oh, because he's a, he's like a, he's he, he's called the coach. Mm -hmm. I don't think they ever call him anything else because I also think he's credited as just the coach. Yeah, because he call him coach, and he's just like he. I think he like takes in these like kids that are just like come from shitty homes, and he turns them into fighters. Yeah, which uh, oh, really cool thing about that. Uh, I don't know if it, there's a show on Netflix called Top Boy. I think it's Top Boy or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard of it? No. So it's like, it's really cool. It's about like British gangs and you know, in Britain, they're like super, 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 they, they're like super anti-guns. Yeah. So like, that's why you see all these like rowdy kids with uh, just knives and that's the whole thing. Like, uh, they're super, super, super fucked up over there. Yeah. Like if they see you wearing, if they think that you're part of like a rival gang, they'll just go up and shank you. And that's like, it just seems like they're all part of, uh, they're, they're all like, He's just training a couple of those uh, road guys, road road yeah. boys, and that's what they're called instead really? of gangsters. They're called road boys over there. This blows my mind away. Like when I think of the UK, like everything, like the UK is either like when I think of the UK, it's either like colonial era, everyone wearing like poofy wigs and dresses, <laughs> or like the TV show Skins, where like teenagers just doing drugs, having all kinds of sex and is getting into trouble. Like, there's no, like... In America, we just have kids being nerdy. Over there, it's like kids is, like, being mischievous. Right? I don't think I've ever seen a show in the UK that's, like, an in-between. It's either they're, sex like... sex education. Oh, that, Actually, they're still having sex and doing drugs. <laughs> exactly. They're either, like, super trashy British people, people or, like, the super rich. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, this has both. Like, the closest we can get is, like, maybe Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> it's, like, wholesome British people. I really other than that, like other like or other British like movies I've seen or TV shows are just like super depressing. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, dude, Train Spotting. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't. Also I can't in the do UK. It. Also dude. in the UK. Oh man, I can't. But so mm. yeah. So yeah. we move on from there, and it's like so these MMA guys pretty much like are have GoPros on their heads and record it, and they just beat the shit out of all the drug like out of all the guys that work in the drug farm. Which was a really great scene. Oh I, yeah, because they make a rap video out of it. Like we don't see them actually fight until um they get a he get a call from coach. He's like, I'm not gonna imitate British accents because like I get annoyed by it real easy, so I don't want to annoy myself. So this this big dude, this like pretty much in a British accent, is like, coach, we got a lot of sticky, which is like another reference to marijuana. Yeah. And he's like, oh, and the coach is like, no, you didn't. And, like he's like baffled. Like he refers to them as the toddlers a lot too. Yeah. And he's like, this is what happens when we leave the toddlers on the, by themselves. And, like you. He doesn't even like want to be a part of it. It's mm -hmm. just like when his like boys robbed that uh just like robbed that that weed farm, he in inadvertently gets involved in the drug trade. Yeah. Which by the way is Mickey's weed farm. And yeah. that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing about like that's why Mickey's like weed, weed farms and whole like uh operation operation is so is gonna be expensive to buy off because it's so well hidden and that's what really starts like this whole like movie in motion yeah yeah that his all uh, that one part of his operation is blown and he's trying and like and like the key thing is he's trying to figure out what caused it and that sets off like a huge chain of events that leads like to who started off yeah th to who tipped off the toddlers 
Because he only showed one person. Honestly, like, it could have been people that worked for the farm too, but I presume these people have, like, loyalty. Yeah. And also, like, I don't know if people have ever watched Narcos. Oh, gosh. That's a, that's a, that's a Netflix movie about, like, drug dealing and gangs again. Just tearing people up, bro. I mean, Pablo Escobar, like, yeah. Pablo Escobar's, uh, like, main, like, motto was plata o plomo, which means, like, take the silver or take the lead. Yeah. And you can infer yeah. what that Watch means. Watch Narcos, bro. I'm like, don't mess over, like, the drug lord you work for. So, most likely, these guys were loyal to him. So, it had to be, like, probably the person he showed the farm to recently because I, it's not a coincidence that, oh, this occurred right, like, a... I don't know the time frame between mm-hmm. after he showed Instagram douchebag. The t- <laughs> <laughs> bro, I, all I could think about was like, look, he looks. He reminds me of like those swag pastors that on Instagram. Oh, those are the words like uh, <laughs> pastors with sneakers. Yeah, those are I, the words. when I watched, I was like, man, this is pastors. Is this guy? Is this guy like an online minister or something? Oh God, I, I'm ashamed. I was featured on their story one time. I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even a pastor. <laughs> Do you even have those nice sneakers? I do. I, I, I'm somewhat into sneaker culture. I'm like, into looking at sneakers, but I don't buy sneakers. I mean, I don't, like, I don't go out buying just because they're, like, super huge. Like, yeah. I have to really, really, really like them because they're kind of a huge investment and you have to take care of them really well. Yeah. But. I can't take care of shoes, bro. <laughs> so, we move on to there. And so, Mickey is starting to, like, take, like, shut down some estates, some farms or whatever. Because like one of the, well, like that farm got blown, but I did respect about the scene when he's telling the guy that owns the estate, he's like, "I need a new roof." Like, there's gonna be some losses for everyone. And the guy's like, "I need like you can't be doing yeah. this to me." And he's like, "I'll pay for the roof." See, yeah. like he doesn't he he's he, he's getting out of the game slowly, but he's trying to take care of those who take care of him. And I respect yeah. that. Me too. Honestly, I Mickey's actually not a bad. Okay, he's a bad person. He's not the bad guy. He's a gray area person. That's what yeah. I respect. I. I respect people that are gray area people because no one is good or evil. Like, yeah. okay, that's really bad. I, I believe that we every human is is in a neutral area, and we just choose to be more of a good person or bad person because you're a god in someone's eyes and you're a demon in another person's eyes. Exactly. I know a ton of people that are that, that do have beef with me, and a ton of people that don't have beef with me, and they have their legitimate reasons, and I fully support why I pissed <laughs> off a lot of people. Oh, you and me both, bud. Yeah. Yeah, and so. That part actually came off kind of like fake to me. Like those rich people, like try, like ah, just something felt wrong about him still trying to like mooch a little bit more money off of them. But at the same time, I do see where you're coming from, where he's like trying to take care of people who like have been really loyal to him. Probably that rich guy, that like that guy, like he's a they're they're like we have trust fund kids. I don't know what this is. Their version of a trust fund kid, like a royalty kid. Yeah, or like. Yeah, royalty kid. I don't know what else you would call it. I don't understand British culture that well. Me neither. What I don't know what the hell a Dutch a, du- a, a duchess is. Dutch. A... I don't know what that is, but that's I, I would assume that's like a trust fund kid. Yeah. And so they had some loyalty. They probably had connections. They could have gone to the police and be like, "Oh yeah, by the way, this guy's trying to like this guy's been like he, like could essentially just lie like, oh." I don't know how he was selling weed on my property, but he just was. It's like, whoa, man. Probably because everybody's allowed to be on my backyard. Yeah. Boom. Done. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, he also takes care of another family. Yeah, the Pressfields to look for their daughter, Laura, who um, is like a singer. And she's been hanging out pretty much with like a druggy version of like... I think she's just a wash-up star. Like she was a singer. And then oh, really? she got addicted to it. Uh, Dang. Which is really fucked up. Which like starts a whole... 
I want to say like a third or fourth subplot to the movie because when they go... Oh, so, yeah, because she's with another singer. Like, she's with like a group of like pretty much drugged down musicians yeah. at this point. And there's like a Russian guy there because you see this Russian guy earlier in the movie when he... Because uh, like when I, I, I talked about earlier how, like, how Fletch was like, oh, make me a steak on the Barbie. And he's like, God. when you see uh, Ray go and get steak out of the... This is out of the freezer. You see a guy's in there. I'm like, okay. Which, first time I saw him, he looked a little Asian to me. So I thought it was Dry Eye. I'm like, yeah. oh, so Dry Eye is going to die. But then, like, they kept on showing, like, other people dying. I'm like, so was it this kid? So was it this kid? And once you notice yeah. who it is, I'm like, uh, oh, fuck. But, uh, but yeah, so, th- so they go over to the apartment to retrieve their daughter. The, what, what's the family's name? The Pressfields. The Pressfields. Pressfield. And they go up into there, and Ray's like, oh, I have a few questions to ask you. And the guy's pretty much like, bugger off. And then he's like, okay, bust down the door. <laughs> and you see Bunny. Bunny's just this big-ass dude, bro. Which, like, uh, they ask him, like, oh, how much can you bench? And how much? He's like, he's like six stone. I don't, I don't, know, what, know, I don't know what six stone this is, bro. This is terminology. I'm yeah. like, he's strong. That's all he, I can. He's, yeah, that's a, way more than I can. That's for sure. Way more than I can, bro. <laughs> and so they... Uh, yeah, so they tell her, like, oh, she's coming with me. And then she, like, uh, I mean, there's three people. Mm, yeah, there's four three, people. Four people in there. There's, like, there's Aslan, the Russian guy. Yeah. We don't know his name till like, later on. There's, uh, there's, like, two other people that really don't matter and Laura. Yeah. And he pretty much is roasting these guys. And then he, like, talks about, like, how weed, like, weed's the only drug that doesn't completely ruin families. On, like, heroin and the drugs they were probably doing. He's like, I only do the green. You guys are out here doing the brown. Yeah. And I'm like, why brown? But then, like, apparently it turns brown when you, like, cook it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, but yeah, so then uh, a small fight ensues. Well, he tries to hit someone with a hammer. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, this brawl breaks out and, like, the other strong man just pretty much pushes the guy out a window. Yeah. Oh, uh, does... Yeah. I feel like it wasn't... It was unintentional. Yeah, it was unintentional. He meant to just push him back, but the guy just kept going, kept going, and then fell out of a balcony. Dude, look how skinny these people are. They probably don't eat a lot. They probably just... Probably a gust of wind just passed by, and that's what tipped him over. Dude, he flies (laughs) over, and like while this is happening, it cuts forth to the driver of the vehicle being outside by the car, pretty much waiting for them to come back with Laura. And these like hooli- like the what are they called? Road boys? Yeah, road boys. Yeah, road boys pretty much talking to this guy and being like, hey... Look, look, look at this guy. He has a nice car. And, like, look at the nice watch he has. Like, pretty much pretty, about to jump him. Then he flashes his gun. And, like, while that happens, Asm falls out the window and dies. And, like, which, which is another part that's, like, it's, like, so freaking cool how there's, like, how he's showing, like, two stories at the same time. He's showing, like, what's going on with the driver downstairs. And he tries to pay off the kids. And they're, like, oh, wait. I thought this was really a, a really, this movie was really effective with, like, Combining stories together because I feel like some movies try to do this and they suck. Yo, honestly, uh, and they're trash. Honestly, please. Oh gosh, there's so I'm trying to think of like one that really really sucks. But as of right now, I can only think of Thirteen Reasons Why. Which one? Thirteen Reasons Why. Uh, okay. I'll be honest. Never seen Thirteen Reasons Why. Riverdale. Oh man, I only. I'm the same movies that I like to roast, honestly. (laughs) Dude, Riverdale. What's funny is like everybody, like even people who are fans of it, hate that show. I oh, remember yeah. uh, when the newest season came out, like a ton of people on, on their subreddit were like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. I cannot wait for the next season. That's me with so many shows, bro. I hate myself for that. You just hate watching a ton of stuff like that? 
Oh, yeah, bro. Oh, dude, I, I go out of my way to watch bad movies. Fun fact, uh, when I went to go see Dunkirk, one of my all-time favorite war movies, just the most... Uh, it's, it's such a good film. Uh, the same day I saw Dunkirk, uh, I got out and I snuck into the Emoji movie. Uh, so, yeah. I've seen Cats three times, so... <laughs> Do you just hate yourself? Yeah, bro. At this point, I've seen religious penance. <laughs> at this point, this is just a, a form of, of self-harm. Yeah. Uh, it's actually sadomachism. <laughs> Masochism? Sadomachism. I've watched Cats three times. Oh, man. Yeah, this movie just did such a good job of like combining stories. Like I actually, like... It, it wasn't too hard to follow, but hard enough for him, like, what's happened? What's gonna... I, I, I actually... Couldn't guess. Yeah, what's gonna happen? Exactly. There were so many things that I was like, "Oh, I know where this is going," and then it doesn't go that way. Yeah. And usually, like, what is that? Like, so, like, something expectations. It, it's like a it's it's a movie making term. Uh, whatever. Anyways, I'm not a, like, I, I'm not a movie expert. I just watched a stupid ton of movies. <laughs> Me neither. I, I took a single class on filmmaking in high school and I failed it. Damn. Yeah. No. I didn't take film in high school. I did theater and that's about it. Oh, dude, I was a total thespian. I was a thespian as well. Yeah. But I, I mostly worked backstage. But um, dude, techie, te- techies make movies go around. Oh yeah, Dead for ass. sure, for sure, bro. For. Let's so, back to the subject. So we like. This is all happening, and like, so when that guy falls out the window and dies, they uh, literally have to chase the kids with phones and take pictures. And this is like the one time you see Ray kind, Raymond kind of get angry. Yeah, like, I feel like Ray. Tr- is- Ray doesn't want to be a bad guy. Ray is like Ryan Gosling in Drive. Yeah, he's just he's just there because how do I explain it? It's just oh, anyways, something that I notice is like. This is the only time he really used, loses his cool because he's kind of starting to lose control of the situation. Yeah. Because the entire time, uh, in fact, oh, do you mind if I spoil one? Yeah, dude, one? you can okay. spoil the whole movie. Oh, honestly. okay. So like at the end, you find out that this entire time that like um, that Richie or what? It's Dry Eye. Mm. Who are you referring to? The the Fletcher. That this entire time that Fletcher is doing this deal with him. Uh, he already knew all about this. He was like, yeah. you know, tailing him. Yeah. So he's always in control of everything. And I feel like this one time that like the kids weren't giving up the phone or that he's like about they to kinda... shoot a whole bunch of people. Oh my god, that's what I was expecting. The second he pulled out a gun, I'm like, oh yeah, dude, oh. dude he didn't pull. Out, he pulled out, like a submachine gun, bro. <laughs> he's like, yeah, and you see those kids pull out machetes. Now you talk yeah. about the road boys. I'm exactly. like, why do all these kids have machetes, bro? Like. That's all these thing. hardcore criminals have guns. All these hooligans are just fighting <laughs> with knives and like box cutters and stuff. That's and what gets me about England. It's like England is just known for, for like. There's a movie called Green Street Hooligans mm-hmm. with uh, Elijah Wood, I think. Yeah, and it's about soccer hooliganism. It's all about fighting. Yeah, and, and England, all they do is really brawl. And that's what I love about Europe. It's like European movies. Like they just fight each other. That's all it is. It's like nothing. Okay, there's probably some hate, and when you get into a brawl, but it just looks so badass in America. Right. Guys just kill each other with guns. Yeah. What's the fun in that? <laughs> None, bro. Nothing. That's murdering somebody, bro. Oh, man. But These kids just fight. Actually, they probably killed a few people, too. And when the dude whips yeah. out a machete, I was like, okay, this guy's probably... No, it is actually. It's, like, really bad. Like, stabbings are at an all-time high. It's, re- it's like, it's really, really bad. That's why, uh, I don't know if you've heard that, like, chefs now have to have a permit or a reason to have, like, a tons of knives and, like, different kinds of knives. Yeah, so that meme that's like, oi... You got a permit for that? You got a permit for that license? It's literally, it's become a reality. That sucks. Yeah. And so this is all happening. They bring Laura back. They get the kids with the guns. They, there's like a funny chase thing. 
And then, uh, the spoiler, kid. Laura dies later on. And at, what, that, at that same time, ah, damn, what leads? I'm trying to remember what leads. Oh, they have to get a hold of Falk. P-H. Oh, yeah. Fuck. He is Dry's <laughs> henchman. And he's like, how did they find out about my location? And because Colin Farrell's character, the coach, he wants to get... He does not want to be involved in crime. Because mm-hmm. like, he, just, he just cannot keep control of his toddlers. Yeah. Which are grown-ass men trained to fight and probably can whoop ass. <laughs> and it, so he goes to this pub. He meets up with this guy at this pub. Uh, he meets up with Mickey. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, he's like, I can't offer you money, but I can offer you my service till I can pay off my debts. And I was like, you know what, Coach probably isn't that bad of a guy either. He's pr- he's a great person, mm-hmm. which makes me think like that's so cool that he was like sticking out his neck for his toddlers. Like that's just so he cares about yeah. those kids, bro. That's so cool. Like uh, because I mean, I'm sure Mickey I, probably could have had them all killed. Yeah. Honestly, I'm sure he knows who Mickey is. Like, to find Mickey and to talk to him, I'm sure he knows exactly what he's capable of oh, yeah. and everything. And so, yeah, so he, he, like, gives him three favors. Like, yeah. <laughs> later on, four. Yeah. Which is a really, like, oh, that was Oh, yeah, because he's really just like. <laughs> he's like, fourth, number one. No, I mean, number four. Yeah, and so he's like, uh, he brings over this guy named P.H. Folk. He's one of Dry's henchmen or whatever. And he pretty much explains, like, how it all went down and uh like does he explains lucy of what happened right and then he tries to escape yeah and then he gets oh. run over by a train he ex- he gives like one sentence explanation like uh giving away the next piece of the puzzle which is dry eyes uh, yeah because he's a henchman of dry eye yeah and then he acts like he's having an asthma attack they give him the inhaler and then the second they let his feet go i mean they, they like untie his feet because he was in the back of a trunk he runs and also f- falls over and gets ran over. Yeah, so that occurs. But he he gets connected to uh, Dry Eyes Syndicate. So uh, Mickey goes and visit. What's Dry Eyes' dad's name? Or like Lord George. Lord, he go- so yeah. Mickey goes and visit Lord George. Lord George watching horse racing. And I don't know why. I just thought the scene was so funny. <laughs> Were you like throwing up? No, just like him just like. I don't know what, what if I'm just horse racing in general. It's like something goofy to me, bro. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize there, that still exists. Really? Yeah. Dude, horse racing is actually like, it's really fucked up. I don't know if you like. Of course, bro. It's really, re- no, There's dude. no rules or regulations, bro, in like foreign countries. Have you heard about like how badly their lungs start ble- uh, bleeding? Probably. Yeah. So horses, uh, if you overextend like how much they run. Uh, uh, this is this will be quick. It's like, I don't want to make this a horse podcast, but uh, essentially you make them run too fast. Um, they're like the blood flowing through them. Uh, their lungs can't really take that much blood going all around the like their lungs. The lungs can't take that much blood yeah, going all around. Overexertion. Yeah, and so then afterwards, instead of sweating, like you know, sweat, they sweat through their nose and they sweat all the blood out, and it is extremely painful. Probably. Yeah, and so. So Lord George is promoting like all these bad things that happen because he's like, oh, I did not. This is the only advice I've taken, and Mickey's like, BS. This is not the only. He's he's like, I am a is facilitator of the vice. I do not participate in the vice. He's like, he's like, isn't the, uh, isn't that the exact same thing? Yeah. He's like, isn't the facilitator just as culpable as the participant or whatever? Yeah. The dialogue in this movie is really good. It's really good. Honestly, it's sharp. It's sharp for a movie that's goofy. Like this is a comedy action. It's a cool, it's a goofy ass movie, but it's just like, it's some sharp writing, bro. It's so smart. It's really awesome. Which like, this is like his smartest movie. Oh yeah. Which is really funny. Cause like he just came back from making Aladdin. (laughs) 
Bro, that movie sucked, bro. That movie straight up trash, man. Dude, I hate it. I have PTSD for that movie, bro. Really? Dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I trigger you by bringing it up? You triggered me by bringing up bad movies. <laughs> Disney, like, I think Disney, it's a conspiracy. Disney will make bad movies, so people will go see them, and then go see their good movies, like, this better be better than that bad movie. Oh, damn. I thought, uh, really, I thought they were just re-releasing these so that they could keep their, um, oh, what is that, their copyright, since they've completely fucked up copyright. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, copyright. They completely ruined a lot of them, bro. Look at Star Wars, bro. God, dude, don't even get me started. Yeah, I hate it. So this is all occurring because this is this whole series is wild. Yeah. And I just the dialogue in this movie was sharp, and I love that whole scene. And then like he essentially like the dude Lord George starts vomiting crazy because yeah, and, poisoned him. And Mickey's like, I have more control than you because I was able to have you poisoned in your own kitchen. Oh yeah, he's like. Uh, he's like, imagine, like, I can, I can reach you w- without even stepping a foot in your, like, kitchen or, yeah. like, like, he, all, all his threats are just so, like, powerful, powerful, and it's just, like, a single sentence. It's or, so like, far-reaching, so, yeah, oh, so yeah. powerful, like, you see Bunny and the henchman burn down the, 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 the lab that they make all the heroin, mm-hmm. and then you see Laura die, she overdoses. Yeah, which is, like, it's a really the, powerful scene, like, yeah, it is bro. just... Cause you see that Mickey Mickey doesn't really partake in anything else but marijuana. Yeah. Because I think Mickey knows the cost of drugs. And mm. Mickey has blood on his hands. Looks, looks be yeah. for real. If you're in the drug trade, I'm not a drug dealer, nor have I ever. But I presume if you get to that level of drug dealing, you're going to have blood on your hands. Like, yeah. you're not, compl- you're not, compl- you are complacent with whatever violence is happening. Oh, yeah. And I think Mickey is fully aware of that, and he accepts it, but he only did weed. Mm-hmm. Heroin ruins lives. Heroin's just terrible, dude. Honestly. Like, co-host Kyle and I can, and co-host Matt, we can all attest, we have all seen heroin ruin people's lives. Oh, yeah. And you see in here, like, in reality, like, Laura overdoses. You see all the people that are smoking pot. I don't know, you actually don't really see that many people smoke pot either. Yeah. For a movie centered around marijuana, there is not a lot of marijuana consumption. Mm-hmm. And something that's, like, really, really interesting about uh, Laura's death is like throughout the whole movie I feel like the deaths you see are kind of like goofy and kind of like light hearted hers was like the most serious death exactly that's what really starts grounding the movie like oh shit no like this is some serious stuff this going is someone's on. daughter yeah cause their family's like horrified oh gosh I honestly the second I saw uh, her dad start crying I'm like please just don't be another hereditary scene I can't take that again oh yeah we just like uh, dude hereditary I, uh, I can't or, or midsummer where it's like the midsummer we talked about midsummer like earlier. Yeah. Oh, and we we have talked about hereditary too yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. And uh, just all these things happen, bro. And it's just like that scene was just like actually like one of the realest things ever. It's like that happens a lot of people. They overdose on heroin and then they die. It's crazy. It's a rough way to go out, and it's like a depressing thing. And in the state, that's a huge issue in the states. Yeah. All is, is hardcore drugs. Yeah, and all it, it's actually. Uh, like, it all started here in the Midwest, actually. Like, the opioid crisis and all that stuff. It's really, really shitty. Damn, bro. Yeah. Midwest going hard, bro. Yeah, bro. We started the Spanish flu and the, the heroin epidemic. We out here. Dude, we, we doing it. Independence, Missouri, bro, was the meth capital <laughs> of the world, bro. Oh, really? And the human trafficking now. Yeah, bro. Wow, this Midwest is depressing. Hard, <laughs> Dude, Midwest depression, bro. Midwest depression. Oh, uh, yeah. That's why we had the best, like, in, like indie music, emo music. Oh shit, you're right. All the best indie, uh, pop punk fans come out of Chicago because everyone was so sad. Hell yeah. And so... So as we move on from there, like you see 
uh, Lord George approached Dry Eye and he's like, why are you undermining me, Dry Eye? Dry Eye's like, well, I'm trying to make it big. And, and so Lord George has the henchman shoot Dry Eye, but the henchman shoots Lord George. Which is like, oh, Powerful. dude, such a huge power move. And like, oh man, that whole, that, that's another like really, really cool scene where he's telling him like, where you're, like, I wouldn't expect Dry Eye to like talk back to Lord George. Like, I really thought that everybody was on Lord George's side. And yeah. when he's telling him like, oh, you know, the, the young will succeed the old, like you're, you're out of your element. This is it's like, it's a young man's world. Yeah. And he's like, you have to learn respect and this, this, this. And then you just get fucking shot. Dude, bro, that's hard. That's a power move, bro. Yeah, that's some big dick energy. Yeah, dude. That's the thing, man. Like, I'm a simple man. Yeah. I don't need to go into crime. Same. <laughs> that's the thing, man. Like, I, I'll just make barely enough just to survive, and that's all I need, man. I ain't trying to do... That's what I learned from Scarface, bro, like, in all these <laughs> other crime movies. All these guys make tons of money, and they make lots of enemies. And they die. Like, yeah. they're gonna die. Like, oh, it's so stupid. You know, like, uh, like you, you, we were, we, uh, we mentioned Narcos, and you know how that ends, like season two ends with yeah. Uh, spoiler: Pablo Escobar dies. You know, spoil, spoiling real history. Yeah. And it's like he gets just shot down like a dog. Oh yeah. And uh, it's just crazy. And so after, uh, after he kills Lord George. They're pretty much like on a manhunt now. Yeah. Because so Dry goes into the one thing that uh, Mickey cares about the most. His oh, boo. Fuck. This part's... Because and then it starts connecting with the, the Russian, remember? Yeah. Because he goes to the bar. He orders the dry egg. Yeah. No, the pickled egg and a pint. And because uh, Fletcher's like, oh, you remember that one Russian boy? Yeah. And, he's, and Ray's like, yeah, and? He's like, oh, that's the son of like a former KGB officer that got big in the oil business. And yeah, it was like now turned into now he's also part of like an underground like type uh, of industry. Do why does it feel like everyone that's rich and eat in Europe or just in general is like loosely connected to organized <laughs> crime? <laughs> like some, everybody, everyone's a criminal, bro. The second you come out of them, all right, choose which industry you want to go into. You want to go into crime or you want an honest <laughs> living? You may not make a lot, but hey, no one is gonna try to kill you and your family. Look, either way, you have to do. It's a like Ozark, bro. The dude's an accountant, and like he was responsible <laughs> for the deaths of so many people. Oh my god! And Ozark, the dude watches his friend get burned alive in acid. Oh gosh, that's fucked up. <laughs> uh, so after they get, because like so, oh. so he's about to get assassinated in the pub, but mm-hmm. Ray shoots one of the Russian guys that tries to kill him. Yeah, and like, and then uh, he because he's on a phone, he's on a phone call with uh, Roslyn, and Roslyn like is like saying, "What are you doing here?" And he's like, "Who's over there?" And the phone hangs up, and it's Dry Eye with his two henchmen. Yeah, and which like that part made me think that the uh the first henchman that was killed the yeah. russian one i thought he was part of dry eyes crew but he's so not he's not so like this entire time i thought like i wasn't even thinking about the russian crew until the very end once he gets you know kidnapped but, yeah because well, you because you gotta forget that russian kid yeah died. <laughs> it's like i'm telling you there's so many like different plot lines and it sounds i'm sure like the way we're explaining it it sounds super messy but trust me like the way guy Ritchie just like directed this movie it just like makes everything super cohesive Almost reminds me like a uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, because like later you see Rosin. Rosin has the paperweight, which was given to her her husband by Matthew's character. Yeah. The the the, the Instagram looking fool, and he's like, oh, it's a paperweight. It's not a real gun. 
Because like he, oh, it, it's it's a gun. It's actually a derringer. Derringer. That, Two shot yeah. derringer. That's right. And or a. And it says, "What is this? A hands across the sea? Something corny like that? It's yeah. a gold plate. It's made out of gold." Which is gaudy, dude. People who have gold plated guns, why, dude? Come on, stop, stop that. Yeah. So like, she has it, and she just like goes on this long exhibition. I will shoot him in the head. And it's this big ass dude. She shoots him, then she shoots the other guy, and then Dry Eye um, does the unforgivable. He tries to rape her. Yeah. Which honestly, like. That like after I saw that scene, like genuinely, I can I can handle gore, I can handle everything, but when it comes to like sexual assault, dude, I just that ain't cool, bro. I can't handle it. That's why there's no coming back from that. You can kill yeah. a ton of people, man, but what he did was unforgivable. And so like Mickey's running to this, like Mickey gets into yeah. a car accident because he like he doesn't he. He says, heck it all, bro. I'm going to go save my wife. Yeah. And Which, so, respectable ass dude, bro. He right? got into a car accident and then ran to fight the, to kill the dude that was trying to rape his... He didn't even know what was going on to his life. He didn't care, bro. All bets are off. That's his boo. Oh, right? Right? Like, oh, man. Which is, like, so fucking cool. Because that also, like, kind of calls back to the first part. Like, when the, fir- the first time that he talked to Dry Eye, which is the reason why he didn't let him have a deal, was because he talked to his wife first, and he's like, oh, you know, nobody talks to her. Like, yeah. I, he, he really, really cares about her. Yeah. And which makes me think that maybe that's one of the biggest reasons why he, he wants, wants to, to get retire. Yeah, because he knows that he's putting... He brought up, like, I want to have a couple of kids, you know, maybe have a couple of... Cu-. He brings it up, like, I'll have a couple of cubs. Yeah. And retire. Which... Like I never noticed that he called he called them cubs because he always refers to himself as the lion. Like, yeah. oh, you came to the lion's den. Oh, yeah, that's a good observation. Lion, I didn't really think yeah, about that. It's like when the lion is hungry, he feasts. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And the, I just like seeing moves and Matthew McConaughey is so aggressive, bro, because he's so good at it, dude. It's, oh, it's so unexpected how just crazy he goes, especially once he finally confronts Matthew, because it comes out Matthew's been behind everything because uh. Because of Fletcher, because Fletcher was at a soccer game, whatever, and somehow mm-hmm. like spied on what they were saying. And he's like, "Well, my Mossad crant," because he's talking to it's Dry Eye and um, uh, Instagram dudes talking to each other, or Jeremy Strong played from Succession. They're talking to each other, and I guess he speaks Cantonese, which I don't know what language that I don't know where Cantonese originates from. It's Asia, Viet- most likely. Uh, Vietnam. Oh, Vietnam. Yeah. So okay, so Dry, it's he, they're not he's not Chinese. He's Vietnamese. Yeah, and so. That's what happened. He pretty much says, like, because they both knew each other because he, uh, uh, near the end of it, he's like, hey, did you know this guy? And he's like, oh, I have no idea who this is. And he's like, bullshit, yeah, you did. Oh, no, I'm stupid. It is a variety of Chinese, or, yeah, it's Chinese. Oh. So they are triads. Oh, there we go. We've, we've solved it. Yeah. We're not so ignorant after all. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so all this is going down, like, after, like, he like, talks about, like, ends the story with, like, uh, Dry getting shot, Raymond's like, get out of my house to Fletcher. Mm-hmm. And Fletcher's like, well, I'll be waiting. And so, that occurs, and so, the toddlers and coach, by orders of uh, Mickey, or is it Raymond, whoever, yeah. kidnap Big Dave. Dude, Big Dave, is, I could not stand his character so much. I hated Big Dave's character. Oh, crap, I keep forgetting who Big Dave is. Who the dude, the, the head of the journalism company... Oh, that like, who gets drugged he, up. He gets Black Mirror. Yeah. So, Black Mirror... <laughs> this episode of Black Mirror, where the... Where, where the, the was it the prime minister fucks a pig? Yeah, and they tell him like <laughs> you either have to like fuck a pig on live TV or, or your daughter gets killed. Yeah, and like, oh dude, that was my first introduction to uh, Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. And the second that episode's hard, right? Yeah, it's like 
No, oh, it's up. Dude, Black Mirror got so soft, bro. Dude, honestly, Black Mirror, Black Mirror was so hard. That episode and San Junipero are some of my favorite Black Black Mirror episodes. Dude, my favorite is the Dance Monkey Dance or Dance Dance. Uh, uh, Shut up and dance. Shut up and dance. Shut up and dance. The one with the kid from uh, End of the Fucking World. That's right. Yeah, that ending is one of the most powerful endings yeah, ever. Bro. That goes hard, bro, and makes you rethink. But like, so they pretty much like copied Black Mirror and they drugged him and he. Fools, he has premarital sex with a pig. <laughs> oh, um, but before that, um, Michael, my, no, the, the the Instagram douchebag. Oh, so, yeah. uh, so once it's it's revealed that he's the one that's behind everything, uh, like before that's revealed, he, I mean, by now everybody knows that that happened, and my and Mickey is just going along with uh, with the whole deal right yeah he's talking to him and he's like oh so we said 400 million and then he's like mm, well actually um it's been discovered that this 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 and plus oh, yeah, he's, this, like, this. he's like well the cost to relocate the cost to rent a space the cost to buy other officials i'm actually not interested mm, unless you can lower it down to mm, let's say 140 million yeah. which reminds me of like when you put something on facebook marketplace and people are like mm, could you do ten dollars like ma'am i asked for i'm asking for 500 and so dude facebook marketplace is just showing me like the depravity of people's buying <laughs> i hate people bro oh god you you'll you can be like oh you know this is hard like i'm not gonna move on this deal and it's like a really great deal and they'll, they're still gonna try to undersell you i hate it yeah. I hate Facebook. I hate for mar- Facebook Marketplace, and I hate boomers. So Facebook Marketplace is the only only good thing I've ever got. On Facebook Marketplace is like good deals on video games. Yeah, better than like game bulk stuff. deals. Yeah, yeah, bulk deals or movies. Oh yeah, you know I actually been wanting to start a Blu-ray like collection, uh, and so finally uh, Mickey tells him like, oh like I know that you st- did this, I know that you did this, and like I know that you did that. So what you're gonna do is that you're gonna get in that freezer. Which, by the way, this entire time that he's like giving him a tour of like how he's shipping the uh, the marijuana, which is actually a real way that uh, fishermen ship uh, heroin yeah. through tuna. Because I didn't know that tuna was a super lucrative business. Bro, I eat tuna all the time. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I actually do like tuna sandwiches a lot. The fish, uh, the what is it? The chicken of the sea. Yeah. I actually I I like it, but I can't eat it around my parents because uh, you know they they came. Uh, uh, I, I don't yeah, no, they came illegally a long, 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 long time ago. They're, they're legal now, but um, but on the way here, they could only eat food that wasn't spoiled, that yeah. couldn't spoil easily, and so all they ate was like tuna. So now that just like brings them back to that, and so they just damn, I can't eat it around them. That's it's, deep. It's fucked up. That's some, that's some deep stuff, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm just trying to get some tuna, and they're like, no. But anyways, um, so he tells them like, what you're gonna do is you're gonna get inside this freezer. And you're gonna type up, uh, yeah. You're gonna route that money to my account, four hundred million. You know the original deal, and then you're gonna give me a pound, a pound of flesh. Like literally, like cut off flesh off his body. Yeah, and like, and then he told him like, and if if like if I'm missing a penny or if I'm missing a, a one ounce of flesh, my friend over there, and it's the you know the big buff dude, bunny. Who, yeah, bunny. He's like he's pretty good with a knife, and like. That part's also fucked up. I was taking that. That's really fucked up. And so, like, well, this is happening. Raymond is at his house and realizes that, like, he's been there. There's a the Russians have gone involved now because Mm -hmm. Fletcher's like, I have a deal that will save your life. Just trying to buy, just trying to like save his own like skin or whatever. And like the Russians are trying to, um, the like the Russians kidnap 
Mickey as Ray texts him, but Ray's about to get murdered by the Russians too because of the connection to Aslan's death. But uh, the coach goes in and kills him, and that's when you see Coach put up four fingers because he's he's done his four favors. Yeah, well, he's originally just three favors, but he's like fourth one. He looks pissed about it. He's like, "Hey, man, you know, we we better be good now." Yeah, and then uh, then he starts calling uh, Mickey. Because, but Mickey's already in the car. Yeah, Mickey's already in the car. And then uh, the kid's in the van. Oh, yeah. So Mickey's getting kidnapped by the Russians, and there's a Russian guy aiming a gun at him. And that's when Western music starts playing. I thought that yeah. part was so hard. I right. Loved it. I'm like, I like this. You know, if he dies like this, I, I was going to be okay with it. I was like, this is cool. You know, the death of someone who wasn't a good person, but, you know, he at the end. wasn't necessarily a bad person either. But at the end, I feel like he really tried his best to write most of the wrongs that he did you know yeah. plus like i genuinely believe that like selling marijuana isn't bad you know i'm, I'm totally pro like legalizing wasn't he it. like also he was trying to uh sell like he was trying to sell the business because he knew marijuana because they bring up oh yeah marijuana is probably gonna be legal yeah in the uk in 10 years mm-hmm. and i ah th- oh, man i don't don't quote me on this but i think there's a part where they offer him to like start like getting into selling brown which is you know like like more harder stuff. Yeah, and he's like, no. and he's like, no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm, I, oh, I stick with the green. I think that's yeah. what he says. Yeah. And so, so yeah, so yeah, like he's about to get shot by the Russians, but the toddlers going and just shoot the shit out of the van. And he dips out. Yeah, and he's like the he stays sick, low. Oh, which is so such a fucking hard, like yeah, scene. This movie is hard, bro. This like, is a hard movie. It. I thought this movie was gonna be so corny. Dude, me too. I also thought that it was like. Like, I could feel that it was a long-ass movie, but at the same time... I was like, entertained. Oh, yeah. I wasn't... I was like, you know what? I could watch another hour. You know? really, there's some movies I've watched. I'm like, okay, can this please end? Right. Uh, Krampus. Oh, gosh. You know, I, I'm not going to lie. I actually haven't seen Krampus, but uh, my close friend did watch it, and she really likes it. And Cats like, was another one. Cats. <laughs> Damn it. No, Cats again. Dude, oh my god, Hollywood, come on. There's Honestly, I really wish Hollywood would just remake bad movies and try to make them good. Yeah. Like Spawn. Spawn, I grew up with that movie. I thought it was cool. Rewatched I like the it. Spawn animated series. There was a Spawn animated series? Yeah, it's on HBO. Oh, shit. Is it like new or is it old? No, this was like made in like the early 2000s and it's pretty good, actually. Oh, nice. I'll have to check it out. And so... Uh, but yeah, no, dude. I really wish they would give like movies a second chance. Like Dark Crystal. That was given a second chance, and I heard that was good. I haven't seen it yet. I wasn't think it's good. Most Netflix stuff is. And so, yeah, and it's funny that it connects to this. So, as uh, all this has happened, you see that uh, Fletcher is trying to promote this this movie idea for the movie Bush to Miramax, which is the which is such a huge fourth wall break. Because did you see who he was trying to pitch it to? Uh, no. Well, uh, like, it, wasn't once, the actual director? Like, yeah, the actual director comes out. Yeah, yeah, he makes a cameo in the film as one of the one of the executives that he tries to, that he's trying yeah. to sell it to, which See, like power moves, bro. Which st- which starts making me think that, like, what if, like, a lot of this didn't happen, like some of the stuff that's a little over dramatized or maybe didn't happen. Oh, it makes me really start thinking. Like, I feel like it's like a lighthearted Joker. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, it, it which like goes back again to like the unreliable narrator which I really love I love that trope that's one of my favorite tropes mm-hmm. in like uh, like movies and books yeah I, I really enjoy that too and like at the end you see Fletcher get inside a car and uh, 
Is it Mickey or is it Raymond that's in it? Raymond. Yeah, Raymond. Mickey, Mickey's in the. Mickey's about to, you know, have some good time with his wife. Probably, probably, he might have just gone back to America. Yeah. With all his earnings. Or gone anywhere he wants. Yeah. Which makes me think, like, I'm guessing the actual deal did go through with, mm-hmm. uh, um, what's his name? Instagram douche guy. Oh, yeah, Jeremy Strong's character? Yeah, I'm guessing that it did go through because the second, Matthew like, Burger? Yeah. Like, like, right after, um, Right after he says like, "Oh, I want, I want a pound of flesh." The very, 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 very next like scene, like you just see them like put a piece of steak on the grill on yeah. the outdoor barbie, which makes me think like, "Oh yeah, he did go through with it. He gave yeah. the pound of flesh and he gave the money." It's kind of like you know the end of the Dark Knight Rises when you see uh, uh, Christian Bale's character with Selena Kyle in Italy, but like we didn't get to see that in this movie. But we know deep down, Raymond knows deep down that Mickey got out. Yeah. And that's what Mickey wanted to was get out, and I wonder what I wonder what Raymond's gonna do now since he doesn't have a boss, right? Which makes me think, like, would you be down for a sequel? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I want to see the coach. Yeah, me too. I just want to see Adventures of like Raymond and the coach, just like trying to get out of another sticky deal. That would be so cool. Oh man, because like, the toddlers were so fun to watch. Right. Everything about them was so cool, and maybe have it edited the same way, like a music video. Yeah. Or maybe. Like guy, uh, guy Richie could get back on it, and it could be like them watching a video and then just going like back. Ah, it just. I would, I would be down to see like, I know the sequel is like this was a good, this was like a movie I actually like I thoroughly enjoyed. This is like one of the first big movies I've watched this year where like I wasn't like thoroughly disappointed. Yeah, same here. Like uh, Birds of Prey is another one I saw, and it was good. Like I'm not gonna say it was the best movie I've seen all year. The thing is, it bummed me out. I feel like people are going to forget The Gentleman came out this year. I know, because it was because, released in uh, January. Because Glass came out last year. And even uh, Not Get Out, Us came out last year. And no one remembered it towards the end. Yeah. I didn't see one mention about mm-hmm. Us. Yeah, like at the, end of the, at the end of the year, like top 10 movies of 2019. Us like, was mentioned. Nothing. Nobody was mentioning Us. But people it, like act like Us was like the most groundbreaking thing ever. And it yeah. was a good film. It was, oh. Oh, it was flawed, for sure. Without a doubt, bro. There's some things I remember. That was the first. That was the first movie we ever did a podcast about. Was us. Really? First, but yeah, with co-host Matt. The co-host Matt. <laughs> I oh man, dude. I, I've been I've been watching the like the episodes backwards. Yeah. I've, when I whenever I start a new podcast, I watch like the like episodes that really interest me, and then I start going back backwards. But um, but dude, yeah, that movie's awesome. And then Get Out. He uh, the same guy who made Get Out. He also he's working on a new series. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the Hunters. Yeah, Hunter X. Hunter X. Hunter yeah. X? I thought it was just Hunters. Oh, Hunters, because it's about Nazi Hunters. Yeah, and it looks so fucking cool. Yeah. So, like, I'm, there's just so much that, like, I, I could just go over at this point. But, like, when it comes to this movie, I really enjoyed it thoroughly when it came to, like, a movie coming out and that just being it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like there's movies that, like, come out and, like, there's there has to be a sequel for it to people understand. Like, yeah. that's why, like, I like Christopher Nolan movies. Like, we had Interstellar, yeah. single... Like, Single movie. That's it. A standalone film. Um, Dunkirk, standalone film. Memento, standalone film. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, I don't want to... Or a Dennis Villeneuve. Mm-hmm. It's a Prisoner, standalone film. That's it. Wait, oh my god, dude. Prisoners? That's a that's one movie I, I just watched once and I, I don't think it's I hard, watch it bro. again. It is. That's a hard movie to watch, bro. That, dude, movie, that movie's heavy. That's the thing. Like, I feel like most... Uh, most movies really downplay torture. They make it seem like, oh, it's a part of war. Like, it's... It, you know, you're good. It's it's just 
it's it normalized it and that movie really put some death into that yeah it fucked and uh but yeah no i something tells me that like i kind of don't want a sequel i i think he should like leave it there yeah Honestly, I would. If Guy Ritchie, because like there's the man from Uncle and the mm-hmm. woman from Uncle. Like there's actually really yeah. yeah. No, because the man from Uncle is based on like an old TV show from no, back in the day. That I did know, but and the, but there's a woman from Uncle too. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie was so underrated. I, I that movie came out around the same time as Skyfall and Kingsman. Yeah, and like Skyfall just like overshadowed all of them. I feel like when like a lot of like British like. Theme movies come out like mm-hmm. and there's too many of them they, want, they overshadow each other oh yeah so like, who's the bigger actor yeah and obviously come on 007 has the name recognition Daniel Craig bro yeah which speaking about that I am excited for this next one I'm really excited too Ram- Rami Malek's gonna be in it which is fucking awesome Andy Armanos is gonna be in it and Daniel Craig and then the, uh, the song that was released for it by Billie Eilish oh yeah yeah and like there you go Billie Eilish bro making power moves bro right it's so crazy how quickly she blew up Oh, I remember, I didn't know about Billie Eilish. I remember I first heard about her on 96.5 The Buzz, and that's a Kansas City station, mm-hmm. for all people that don't know. And it was, uh, you should see me with a crown. Yeah. And that was the first, and I digged it, bro. I actually dug that that song. Mm-hmm. I, you should see me with a crown. It's a good-ass song. Dude, I heard about her because my, I have a, I have a friend who's a photographer here in Kansas, and she does concert photography. And she had been following her. Should we shout her out? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, let's shout her out. If you want to look her up on Instagram, look up, what is it, Photos by Melanie? Fo- uh, not Photos by Melanie, but also check her out. She is probably one of the best fo- like photographers in Kansas, but it's actually my friend Jordan Durkee. Uh, Jordan, G- J-O-R-D-A-N, Durkee, D-U-R-K-E-E. Uh, she went and took pictures of Billie Eilish back in like 2017 when she would just wear like jumpsuits and stuff. Uh, and she was touring around with like her EPs. And I just thought her, her like aesthetic and the way she dressed was really interesting. And that led me to check out her music. And honestly, I've been a fan since day one. And it's just crazy how in like three years she's essentially taken over the music industry. She's pissed off the music industry, bro. I remember people were like, hey, okay, who's this Billie Eilish girl? I'm like, she's an industry plant. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude Post, like, Post Malone's an industry plant and I love that guy. I don't yeah. give a shit. All the good girls go to hell. Yeah, and um, overall, this movie was good. Like, how many spanks would you give it? Oh, man, dude. Honestly. Mm, nine spanks out of ten. I would give it ten, but there are... I can't, I can't think of any specific examples, but I want. I think there's like one or two parts where it just drags just a little bit too much. I would give this like an eight out of ten, eight out of ten spanks. Uh, that's understandable. I could see yeah. why. It's, there's, like, it's not a perfect film, for sure, but it's a great film. Honestly, there's like, whenever, like, I hardly ever tell my friends, like, dude, you gotta watch this. But this is one of those films that I'm just like, dude, please, I'm begging you to watch this. Another film that I did that for was like Jojo Rabbit. Love that film. And I'll record that with you sometime. Oh, dude, heck yeah, yeah I'm down. Yeah. yeah, next time you have a co host, Matt, or co host, Kyle. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm gonna give this eight, eight, eight out of, like, eight out of ten spanks. And, uh, yeah, just to wrap this up, um, <clears throat> if uh, if you ever want to be in an episode of Rotten Reviews, all you really have to do is like hit us up. Like we're not. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just DM this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he, I, like, I've known Brian for a few years. Um, he uh, he's a talented musician. Oh, he, he's you. a fan of the podcast. And you know, like I asked, do you want to be on it? And, like I was like, there's 
we're not we're nothing special. We just <laughs> we literally recorded my studio, which is my basement. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, it was. It's it's just it's a simple podcast, you know. It's I, really awesome. It's the people's podcast. Yeah, it's a, if you want to be on it, just hop on it. Just don't be like racist or anything weird like that. <laughs> don't be racist. Rule number one: don't be racist. Rule number two: pay your taxes. <laughs> Pay taxes. Support the government. Yeah, amen, brother. <laughs> We're going to have people that are going to take that seriously. Like, oh, taxation is theft. It's, it's oh, like, I'm, like, I'm all sorry. Right. All right, you can relax, okay? Can, can I be on it? I haven't paid my taxes yet. No, get the fuck out of my DMs, bro. You can't leave my DMs, bro. <laughs> yeah, if you can get a hold of us, because the hold of one wants to be on it, then hop on it, bro. I don't, I, I, I don't make social media accounts for like my podcast because I don't care that much. But yeah. If everyone wants to be on it, hit us up and <clears throat> Yeah, that's uh we're gonna close it out. Red right. reviews out. <laughs>